Okay, today's daf is Gitten Daf Lamed Zayim. We are holding on the bottom of Daf Lamed Vav and Beis. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about first defining the term aluva. We left off in the middle of that discussion yesterday, but really the primary topic of the daf continues to be Shemitas Ksafim and Prusbul. So we're going to discuss the etymology of the word Prusbul. The Gemara is going to talk about how you only write a Prusbul when there is land ownership, when the person, the borrower, the lova, owns land, and what to do if he doesn't own land, how you can write a Prusbul to make sure that Shemitah doesn't cancel the uh, loan. The Gemara is going to discuss whether Shemitah would cancel a loan when there's a shtar and why Shemitah won't cancel a loan when there's a mashkon on the loan. So various halachos of when Shemitah works and when Shemitah doesn't work. And then on the top of Amadez, the Gemara is going to start to discuss what happens if the guy says, if Shemitah cancels the loan and the guy says, I'd like to pay you back. So what's the appropriate conversation to have? Is it ever possible to get paid back? And then right before the Mishnah, the Gemara is going to talk about what if the pros will get Gets lost, and you say, you know, I had a prosbul, I just don't have it anymore. Do we believe such a, a person who says such a thing? And then we switch topics at the Mishnah. That's going to be the end of the prosbul and Shemitah's Ksafim discussion. The Mishnah on Amid Beis at the bottom of Amid Beis is going to begin a new discussion of being Poden Evit Kanani that that used to belong to a Jew and now belongs to Gaim. So you want to buy him back from the guy. So when you buy him back from the guy, there are two critical questions. First of all, is he still an Eved or does he become a Ben Chorin? And second of all, if he does become an Eved or in those circumstances that he becomes an Eved, for who does he work? Does he work for the Bailam Arishon? Does he go back to his original Jewish owner? Or does he go and work for the, the second Bailam? And then the Gemara is going to have a Machlokas whether the case of the Mishnah, the case that the Mishnah has this whole discussion about, is after the first owner was already Miyaish from ever getting the Eved back, or before the owner, the original owner was Miyaish, from getting the Eved back. So let us begin. We are holding on that Lamid Vav Amid Beis. We had mentioned this uh, this word, Ulbina, meaning why did we mention the word Ulbina? Because Shmuel had said that a prosbul is Ulbina de Dayanehu, and therefore, since it's Ulbina de Dayanei, that if I had the koach, if I had the power, I would be mevatel the whole in, the whole institution of prosbul. What makes it Ulbina de Dayanei? What does Ulbina mean? So Yibaylu, Hai Ulbina Lishna de Chutzpahu, Alishna de Nichusahu. Is it a lashon that implies Chutzpah or a lashon that implies Nichusa, something that makes life convenient, easy, nice. Why would it be something that's nice? How could you say that it's a, this is the nicest thing and that's why I would get rid of it. So says Rashi, that the whole purpose of it was just to make the lives of the Dayanim easier. They're not going to be so busy before Shemitah with everyone coming to collect their debts. Therefore, he says, if I was, uh, if I had the koach, I'd be mevatelit. So that's, uh, so that's the question: is is it is it a lashon of chutzpah or a lashon nichusa? I mean, he's saying he'd be mevatelit because he, he, it was only made for our convenience in the first place. But uh, we don't need that convenience, and therefore we'd get rid of it. Tashma the Amar Ula Aluva Kala Shazinsa Bekarav Chupasa that Ula referred to a Kala that's Mizana in the Chupa as Aluva. Certainly that's not Nichusa, that is uh, Chatsufa, but what he was referring to is not an actual Kala. Rashi writes that it's a reference to Klal Yisrael. There we were at our Chupa, so to speak, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right at Harsinai, and that's where we do the Egel. That's the, the act of Znus that 
Klal Yisrael committed. Sharilo Nosum Yisina Lachra Kamis Hamishkan Bishana Shnia Kedusivayi Bishana Shenus Bechodesh Hashenu Yisum Neisol Masayim Midbar Sinai. That we were still there. We were still at the foot of Har Sinai until after the building of the Mishkan, and yet right there at the foot of Har Sinai, that's where we were committing the Egel. That's the Aluva. That's the Chutzpah. Amar of Mari Bred Bar Shmuel Maikra. What's the pasuk? Now we could darshan that uh, that we were like a kal that's mezanah by the chupa ad shamelch v'mesibo nerdi nasan reicho that uh, the the melech is still in the chupa and then uh, we're 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 uh, letting off a stench. Amar Rava adain chavivusu gavan and even though we let off such a stench by by uh, by by uh, being mezana in such a way by going and doing the egel still Hashem speaks in loving terms uh, about us. Tuchsev nasan v'loksev esriach nasan reicho sounds like, you know, something that smells good, something that smells pleasant. He could have used the term hisriach, that it was in a, an extremely foul odor. Tosus on the bottom says, well, maybe it doesn't use the term hisriach, because we know that the Pesukim always tries to speak, at the beginning of Pesachim, about how Pesukim always try to speak, so we wouldn't use such a term of hisriach. The Gemara tells us that the, uh, the Torah doesn't even want to use words, if it could avoid it at all, like tamay and laila and negative-sounding things things, so certainly Hisriach would be a negative sounding thing. So Tosa says, yeah, but it could have said Azav. It could have said that we left, that we abandoned. It didn't have to it didn't have to say it in such a nice way. The fact that it says it in such a nice way shows that Hashem still loves us, even though we don't give him much reason to, he still uh, still loves us anyway. And I love him Olvin, if someone be, is humiliated but doesn't humiliate back, Shomun Kharpas and Vein Mashivin, they hear their, uh, their, their themselves being made fun of and they don't respond in kind people who uh, act out of Ava and they, uh, they, they take Simcha uh, in their Yisurin realizing that it's, uh, that it's a Kapara for them so the Pasuk speaks glowingly about such people that they are the beloved of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Good. So my prosbul. Going back to prosbul. What is the word prosbul? What does the word mean? How, what's the etymology? How did we get to that word? I understand what it does. That it uh, allows for shemitah to not cancel the loans. But what, what, what did, how, why did we call it a prosbul? Amr of Chista pros boli boti. It's the pros, the takana of the boli and the boti, the ashirim and the aniim. It's there to benefit both the rich people and the poor people. It benefits the rich people, Rashi says on the top of Lama Zayin Amaralev, so that they don't uh, lose out uh, all the money that they lend to other people. And it benefits the poor that people will be willing to lend their money because uh, the whole problem before prosbul was instituted was that the rich people weren't willing to lend anybody money because they knew that it would be a lost cause. They would never get their money back. So it was good for everybody. Boli elu ashirim. The boli are the ashirim. That's a reference to the ashirim in, uh, in Yehuda. Boti elu anim. Boti is a reference to poor people. Duchsev havet ta'avitenu. That that uh, the the uh, when, when it's referring to a lovem. The people who are lovem are the uh, are, are are the are the poor people. That's uh, generally generally speaking uh, how how it works. That's the pasuk. Keep yourself clear. Tachas yarchalov havet ta'avitenu. They should make sure he has whatever it is that he's missing. So that's a reference to the poor people. Amrle rav. Just the the yes. Amrle rav leloaz. My prosbul, Rava asked his language experts, "What is the etymology of the word prosbul?" Amalei 
Pursa de Milsa. So they said that it's the uh, it's the Pursa de Milsa. It's the Takana. It's the the way to fix everything. Amr Avidam Shmuel. Yisomin ain't srichin prosbul. Now we're going to discuss some of the halachos of prosbul. A yasum doesn't require an actual prosbul. Meaning, if someone owes money to yisomin, it's okay. They'll be able to collect after shmita. We're talking about yisomin ketanim over here. They'll be able to collect after shmita, even though they don't have a prosbul. V'chein tani rami barchama yisomin ain't srichin prosbul. Yisomin do not. Because Ram Gamliel and his Beisdin count as the father of the Yisomim, and therefore there it's as if it was Moser Shtros of the Beisdin, because the Beisdin of Ram Gamliel is in charge of the estate of the Yisomim, so all those Shtros, everything Yisomim are owed, is in the control of the Beisdin Shal Ram Gamliel, and that's why they don't require Prozbal. The Tumim asks the Kashan, Simon Samach Zayin, why do you why do you need the fact that the Ravim shall Yisomim? We're talking about Yisomim Ketanim over here. Ketanim are not Chayiv and Mitzvahs yet, so if someone is not chayv in mitzvahs, so mela, you're not gonna, you're not, he's not gonna have a din shemitah anyway. Prosbul is to overpower the dine shemitah, but a katan is not chayv in mitzvah shemitah. So why do you need to, uh, to to make it as if they have a prosbul, as if it was most shosvim? They don't need any of that. They have no mitzvah shemitah. So the tumim suggest minchaschinuch is mitarets that shemitah is mishamid on its own. It's not that shemitah is a mitzvah to cancel the loan. Shemitah is afgasa demalka. It's a baruch himself cancels the loan. So it just makes it that the guy doesn't owe the money anymore. Now that works very well if you assume like the Shita Sarzarua and the Shita of those Rishonim that assume that that's how it works, that that's, uh, that, 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 uh, that it's Afghasa Demalka. However, there is another Shita in Rishonim. The Sefer HaChinuch, Minchas Chinuch quotes it, that the Shita of the Yerayim, that Shviyas is not Meshamit Me'eleha, it doesn't happen on its own. It means that there's a mitzvah on the, uh, on the, on the Malva to say Meshamit but not that the loan is cancelled. The guy still owes him money, and that's why we're going to have a whole discussion in Amun Beis about how the guy might still pay back, even though you say Meshamedani, uh, even though you say Meshamedani Bach, because the, the money's still owed. It's just that you have a you have a mitzvah to say that you're not going to collect and that you're not going to press him for the money and that you're not going to go after him for the money. So if you say like that, then we're back to the kasha. Why do you need Rabbi Gamliel Ubeis Dino? The Yisrael are not in a mitzvah of saying Meshamedani Bach. So there are several suggestions offered by the Achronim in Gilyoni Ashas, Rav Engel suggests that the fact that Shemitah is Meshamit Chovos, it's not only at the end of the year of Shemitah that it cancels loans. It's any Chov that has passed through a Shemitah year forever will be cancelled. Meaning it's not only in that one moment at the end of the year. In Echnami, that one moment at the end of the year is, uh, they, they were Ketanim. So as soon as they become Gedolim and they are owed money that has gone through a Shemitah, well then their mitzvah will kick in to, uh, to, to, to be Mochalit. So without a Prusbal, they're still going to have the mitzvah Shemitah granted, not right now as Ketanim, but if the money is not paid back before they become Gedolim, the mitzvah will kick in at that point, And therefore it was necessary necessary for them to have a prosbul. That's what Rav Yosef Engel uh, suggests. And then uh, other achronim suggest uh, a little bit differently uh, that, uh, that, that, that even according to the Reim, that if you don't say Meshavenani, the Chov is still there, but the Lav Lo Yigosh that uh, answers the to, to, to be Tovea the Chov still exists, because Sof Sof, uh, there's a Din Shmita on this Chov, and that's Mavkia that takes away the Zuchus HaTavia that the Malva has, the rights that the Malva has 
to be toveya. So in order to be matzah the yisom to be toveya the chov, you need a prusbul. So that's what I say. Ain't a chinami. You're going to say that uh, that it's not an afkasa demalka. It doesn't go away by its own. But still, the the, the yisom wouldn't have the right to continue to ask for it, to continue to press for the money. So they need a prusbul in order to be able to continue to press for the money. Now that machlokas I wanted to discuss it yesterday. That's the major machlokas rishonim about shemitah. Does it happen on its own? Is it afkasa demalka, or is it that you have an obligation to say, I am, uh, I am mochel. What it really is, is is Shemitah a din in Dine Mamanis? Or is Shemitah a din in uh, your personal religious obligation to say Meshavah Meaning, does Shemitah if Shemitah is din din it means that the guy just doesn't owe you the money anymore. Shemitah takes the mamon and says, it's not owed to you anymore. But if you say the other way, like the Urayim, it's not that it's not owed to you anymore. It still is owed to you, but you have a personal religious obligation to say Meshavah because uh, you have bailus over it, you have complete bailus over the uh, over the loan, the Mainaf Kamina. So what if I take the money without saying Meshavah Is it stealing? So if you say that it's Afghasa Demalka, then, then yeah, then it's stealing. I stole something. But if it's not Afghasa the Malka, it's just I have my mitzvah, so I was mevatel the mitzvah, but it doesn't mean that I that I stole it. It is my my money. It's still the Malda's money. Or if the lender takes the money and then dies, do his children have to? Uh <coughs> do his children have to pay it back? Again, was it rightfully his or not? Or what do you do by makom safek? Do we say a motzi mechaveru alav haraya, or do we say? <coughs> If it's a din in din imamnes, if it's just a din in a religious obligation, so misafek. If it's shmitas ksafim bismanes says drabanan, you'd say misafek lukula. So these are uh, several nafkaminas. You have a very similar discussion rishonim when it comes to the issue of ribis that a person is not allowed to charge interest for something. So what does that mean? Does that mean that if I charge interest and I collect it, I'm stealing? That that's money that I'm not allowed to have din imamnes? It's not. Not mine or no? Dine Mamanis, it's mine. It's, it's, it, he owes me the money. That was the deal. We both agreed to it. It's just that I have a religious obligation that I'm not allowed to take the ribbis. So that that itself is a machlokas in um, in 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 Hilchos ribbis. You have a similar idea, a similar discussion when it comes to hefker perus of shmita, the the hefker perus of of Shvius. The Mabit writes that it's uh, Rachmana Afkara Leperos, that uh, the Torah itself is Mafkir Leperos, whereas Beis Yosef writes in his Shuvas Afkas Rochel, that it's a mitzvah on the Bailim to be Mafkir. So that's also the same issue. Is it that it happens on its own, that it's not my money anymore? or it's No, it's my money until I make it not my money. And I have a mitzvah to make it not my money. So that is the uh, the, the big discussion about how the, the mechanism of, uh, of how Shemitah's Ksafim works. Tanan Hasam. The Mishnah says, a person can only write a prosbol if there is karka. Why? Only if the lova has karka. And Rashi explains because the uh, they were masakim prosbol only on a normal loan, and it's not normal to lend somebody money if he doesn't have any karka, because uh, you wouldn't trust someone who doesn't own any karka. So, uh, so it's a milsa delo shchicha. The rabbanu would never have been masakim uh, takana on a milsa delo shchicha. I the karka doesn't have to be. The guy could owe me a million dollars. His cocker is worth a thousand dollars, and still we're, we're going to be masakin prosbul. Why is that normal? That I would lend someone a million dollars when he owns karka that's only worth a thousand dollars? So uh, Rashi says no such thing as karka that's only worth a thousand dollars. I feel because yeah, it's worth a thousand dollars, but you can keep on collecting it. You'll collect it. They'll buy it back. You'll collect it again. They'll buy it back. So you can collect your whole million dollars off of karka that's worth only.
only uh, only only a thousand dollars. Now, if the idea is that it's a muslim shkich, the tumim raises the the kasha, the obvious kasha. When does he have to own the karka? Right, we're saying you can only write the prosbul if he owns karka, but really it's a muslim shkicha to lend him money in the first place if he didn't own karka bishas halva'a, not bishas uh, you know shemitah when shemitah happens to to come to to come up. So that's a uh, it's a very strong. A very strong ka- kasha. Why it is that it's enough that he has karka already at the shas at the time that you're writing the pr- that it's enough that he has karka only at the time that you're writing the prosbul, even if he didn't have karka at the time of the loan. Now Tosos disagrees with Rashi on the point that since it's a small piece of karka, you can keep on collecting it over and over and over again, and that's why it doesn't matter how much the karka is worth. Tosa says, no, the reason why a small piece of karka is good enough, Rabbeinu Shmuel, Pirush Mishum, the karka kolshu shava kolachov, Tulsa says that it's because no matter how small the piece of karka is, it is worth however much the chov is, because means that there's no such thing as overpriced land. So you want to take a tiny piece of land and call it a million dollars, so call it a million dollars, and that's not called overpriced. That's not, that's not considered price gouging, because that's uh, that, that's karka is worth uh, it's, it's that every single piece of karka on this earth is irreplaceable, because it's the only, uh, all the, the entire value of karka, or much of the value of karka, is location. And it's the only karka on that, that will ever be on that location. So the, deme- the the supply is so low, it's the only one. Ain't on all the karkos. Tulsa is difficult to say that, though. Because, yeah, ain't on all the karkos, but bitl mekach yesh lahem. There's no din on but there is a din of bitl mekach. I mean, there is pricing of karkos. There is, uh, you know, market value of karkos. Ain't on all the karkos. This is a separate din. that There, are not, there aren't the standard dinim of onaa, but hard to say that there's no value, uh, there's no set value on, on, on karka. So anyway, so you can only write a prosbul on karka. In Aimlo, if the guy doesn't have any karka, the lover doesn't have any karka, no problem. Be mezakeh a piece of your karka, and then uh, then then it won't be a problem. Uh, you give him a kolshu of your, your own karka. So this year, when we were writing prosbuls before Rosh Hashanah, they wanted to write, uh, they wanted to have all the Talmidim in Yeshiva write prosbuls. So I told uh, the Hanhala that you just have to be careful. You gotta, it, the, the, when kids own money, it's to other kids. None of them own any land. None of the, none of the kids own any land. So the whole thing is a waste unless they're all, we're mezaka, every single kid in the yeshiva, a piece of my backyard or a piece of your back. You know, someone that we have, someone has to be mezaka them uh, land. Okay. So, and such as that, it's not the people who are writing the principles that need the land. It's the, it's the, the, the lenders. So it's a, it would only work for, uh, for loans that they made to other kids in the school. All right, the kama kolshu. How much is a kolshu? How much land do you actually do you actually give them? So the uh, says the Gemara. Amr Rabbi Barashi, Amr Rav Afilu Kelach Shalkruv. Even a stalk of cabbage. Amr Vida Afilu Shilu Makom Latanu Likraim Kol Shalav Prosbul. Even if you just lent him space to put an oven, that's enough to write a prosbul. Eini Vatani Hilal Ein Kol Shem Prosbul Alatz It's Nakuv Bilvad Nakuv In Shenu Nakuv Lo. I but didn't we learn that you you only write a prosbul if there's if there's a flower pot with a hole in it that he owes. If a flower pot with a hole at the bottom means that's considered like karka. So Sounds like if he's allowed to put a flower pot on your property that doesn't have all on the bottom, that means he doesn't own karka. I, but he's putting it on your property. So isn't that that you're lending him the space of the karka, just like lending him space to put an oven down? So says Amai, Vayika Makomo. So yeah, after all, he still have the makom where it's being put. So the Gemara explains, that we're talking about where you're putting it on top of pegs, and therefore there is no karka that he's taking from you when he's putting this atzit she'eno 
no nakuv or this uh, or the, on, on 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 the property because he, you're not actually lending him any property itself. He's putting it down on the on on pegs that are above the ground. So the Rishonim asked the obvious kasha, and and where are the pegs? Are they floating in mid air? No, the pegs must be in the ground also. So aren't you lending him that karka, the karka where the pegs are? Granted, it will take up less floor space when it's being held up by two little pegs rather than being flat on the ground, but it's still taking up some space. So the uh, <coughs> the Rishonim discussed the Ramban raises this question, the Ramban suggests that it's uh, that that's very tiny. That uh, the the amount of space that the pegs take up is too small for it to be considered that he owns karka. The Rashba says, but what are you talking about? The Gemara says in Kedushin that even a kedei machat is uh, enough to write a prosbul. Even if it's just a piece of land big enough to stick a needle on, you're allowed to write a, a prosbul. So uh, so so the Rashba suggests uh, that that the the sichi belongs to the malva, not to the lova, and therefore uh, he, you're not even giving him that karka, the pegs themselves belong to the malva, and the rebar kolonimus says that no, if the, if the guy, if the lova has his own karka, then yeah, that's what the Gemara means when a melo machad is enough. But when you're being mak, when you're being makna karka to him in order to write a proposal, then it needs to be a legitimate culture who can't just be a teeny tiny culture. Then it needs to be some legitimate space, and the space where the pegs are is not enough space. Ravashi makni le gidma didikla. Ravashi would be makna to the lova a stump of a decal tree because of a lay prosbul, and that was enough to write a prosbul for Rabbanadabai Ravashi would make din out of each other. They would be Moser Shtorosov to each other. Rabbi Yonasan Moser Mili Rabbichia Baraba. Rabbi Yonasan would be Moser Shtorosov to Rabbichia Baraba. Amalei Tzurichna Midi Achrina. And he would say, Do I need anything else? Amalei Lotzrichas. No, that's it. You're good enough. Tan Rabban. In lo karka la ariv yesh lo karka. Kosal of prosbul. If you don't have any land, but the guarantor has land, meaning the borrower doesn't have land, but the guarantor has land, the Arif has land, so that's enough to write a prosbul. That's an interesting discussion about what the, uh, how Arif works in general. Is it that the Arif is considered like the Lova, that he's really the one you're, you're lending the money to because he's the one that you're really trusting to pay you back? It's just that we, uh, you know, we, we skip the middleman, meaning every, the way every loan works, Tosin Bamatsiya writes this way. Now, anytime you lend money and there's an Arif, it's like the Malva's lending money to the Arif, and the Arif is lending money to the Lova. The Lova has to pay back the Arif. The Arif has to pay back the Malva. But we just skip the middleman. The Malva gives the money straight to the Lova. The Lova will give the money straight back to the Malva. But, uh, but really, it's two separate loans. And uh, that's how some Rishonim understand. That's how Tosas understands. We pointed out in the past, the Machna Ephraim writes, that's a big enough community of if you understand that way. Because then if you have, uh, you have uh, it's Halach Lameisa, Maisa Bechal Yom, they have people who buy homes, and uh, very often, they're young couples that buy homes, and their parents co-sign on the loan from the bank. So that could be a serious ribbis shaila if you view it in that way. If it's that the Malva is really lending money to the Arev and the Arev is lending money to the Lova, so the be- then, then, then what's happening over here? The bank is lending money to the parents, the parents are lending money to the children, the children are paying that money back to the parents, and the parents are paying that money back to the bank. Even though that's not physically what's happening, halachically that's the way, that's the way we view it. That's the way we look at it. So if they're paying with interest, which a bank loan is with interest, that could be 
a serious problem of ribis ribis dar according to the Machna Ephraim. So that's how. So if you assume Arev is like a separate loan, so you understand Arev yesh lo karka, so that's good enough. So it's, or Pashto says you don't have to assume that way. You don't have to assume that the that it's a separate loan and that the Arev is really the lover, even if he's not the lover. All we need is to be a milsa deshkiach that I, I would lend money if the Arev is reliable. What makes the Arev reliable? He's a landowner. That makes him reliable enough. Lo ula Arev e'en karka. If neither the Loven nor the, uh, the Arev have karka, but a Lechayev lo, yesh lo karka, but someone who owes the Loven money has karka, Kosman of Prozbal. That's also enough to write a Prozbal, Mid Rabbi Nassan. And that's based on the concept that we refer to as Shibuda de Rabbi Nassan. Titan Rabbi Nassan, Rabbi Nassan, Rabbi Nassan, if Ruven owes Shimon money and Shimon owes Levi money, how do I know that Levi can go right after Ruven for the money? Tamalom of Nassan, Lashar Hashamlo. As the Pasuk says, Lashar Hashamlo, not Lashar Hilva. Who you don't give to the guy who lent you the money, you give to the guy who ultimately is deserving of receiving the money, so you can skip the middleman. So that's why, even if someone owes the love of money, uh, uh, that the guy who owes the love of money has karka, that's good enough. Shmita will cancel the loan whether the loan is Bishtar or not. When we say Shmita will cancel the loan with a Shtar, it means a Shtar that has a Chayis Nechasim, that you can go after him and can seize his property. Shalobishtar means Shein Ba Chayis Nechasim. Shalobishtar doesn't mean that there's no Shtar, it means a Shtar where there's no Chayis Nechasim in the Shtar. And then, therefore, Kolshkin Milta Alpeh, all the more so Shmita will be Mishamit alone that uh, that doesn't have any star at all. Rabbi Yochanan Shimon Lakish Tarmi Tavai, Rabbi Yochanan Shimon Lakish disagree. They say Bishtar, when we say the word Bishtar, it means Shtar Shein Bachrais Nechasim. Bishtar means a star where there's no Achrais Nechasim. Shalom Bishtar means what it sounds like it means. Milval Peh. Shalom Bishtar doesn't mean it's a star, but not as much Achrais. It means it's a Milval Peh. Avul Shtar Shi Yesh Bachrais Nechasim. Eno Mishamit. But if you have a star that actually has Achrais, Nechasim, where you can be able to go after his properties to seize his properties, then Shemitah is not going to cancel such a loan. Shemitah is not going to cancel the loan to begin with. If you look in Tosos, Tosos says, Hadamini the onus Knasu Pitoi, Shazak von Bemilva, Mishamtin. But we said that if uh, you owe money for uh, having uh, violated Knas, Pitoi, anything like, and, and you've turned it into a loan, you've turned that money, you were Zak von Bemilva, so Shemitah will cancel such a loan. I, but those things have Achrayus Nechasim. So why is it that Shemitah will, uh, will be Meshamit according to this sheet of Rabbi Shimon Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan over here, that Shemitah is not Meshamit anything that has Achrayus Nechasim? So uh, Tosus explains, There is no Shtar that actually says Achrayus Nechasim, it's just that there is automatic Achrayus Nechasim over there. We're saying Shemitah doesn't cancel alone when the Shtar has explicit Achrayus Nechasim. We have a price that supports Rabbi Yochum Shimon Lakish. Star Chov Mishamit. Star Chov is Mishamit. Shmita will cancel him. Yeshba Chayis Nechasim. Eino Mishamit. But if there's a Chayis Nechasim, then that's it. Then it's not going to be Mishamit. Tanya Idach. There's another price. Siim Lo Soda Achas Balvaso. Eino Mishamit. If you identify a field that's going to go to be dedicated to pay back the loan, then Shmita is not going to cancel. Vlo Oda Lafilu Kasav Kol Nechasay Chayin Varvayin Lach. Eino Mishamit. 
Tamid, even if you write that all of my Nechasim, without being specific, are going to uh, be earmarked toward paying back the loan, are, 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 uh, right, are responsible for the loan, so to speak, so then Shemitah is not going to cancel. Kreve, so Gemara tells a story related to this. Kreve de Rabbi Asi, Rabbi Asi's relatives had a star that had a Chreis Nechasim. They came to Rabbi Asi and they said, Does Shemitah cancel this loan or not? We have a star. Star is a Chreis Nechasim. Amrlei, Eno Meshamet. Rabbi Asi said, Shemitah will not cancel the loan. They'll still owe you the money. Shavke, Vasil, Kamid, Rabbi Yochanan. So they left Rabbi Asi and they came to Rabbi Yochanan. And they asked Rabbi Yochanan, What do you think about this? Amrlei, Meshamet. Rabbi Yochanan says, Yeah, it's, uh, Shemitah will cancel that loan. I don't know what Rabbi Asi was saying. Shemitah will cancel the loan. Asr Rabbi Asi, the Kamid, Rabbi Yochanan. So now Rabbi Asi went to consult with Rabbi Yochanan to see what, what was going on. So Amrlei, Meshamet, Oeno, Meshamet. Rabbi Asi says, Rabbi Yochanan, Tell me, what do you think? Meshamet, Oeno, Meshamet. Amrlei, Mishamet. Rabbi Yochanan says that it's Mishamet. Shemitah will cancel. So Rabbi Asi says, I don't understand. I always thought that your position was that it's Eino Mishamet. That it doesn't. That it's considered as if it's already collected and therefore Shemitah will not cancel the loan. He says, I, you know, it's one thing to say something logic, logically, that logically it would make sense that we should consider it as if it's already collected and therefore it shouldn't be Mishamit. But Allah Lemaisa, to say that Shemitah is not going to cancel just because I think that that's how it should be, it doesn't mean that. Uh, that we're going to hold that way. The Tumim writes that uh, that that he must have held Shemitah B'sman and says Daraisa, and therefore um, the 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 uh, and that's why he was Machmir because Shemitah because he's, it's a suffix at least on the Daraisa level, so he's going to be Machmir. But for us, well, Shemitah B'sman says Darabanan, we'd be making me suffix. So Amalei Vatanya Kavasei Demar. So he said it's not just on a Medamin. There's a Brisa that says like this. So there's a Brisa that, that supports this Shita that if there's a Shtar Sheish Parachayis Nechasim that Shemitah is not going to be Meshamet. Amalei Dilma He Beishamahi. Yeah, there's a Brisa, but that Brisa could be Shita Beishamet. Ami Shtar Omei Ligvos where Beishamei holds that any star that's on Medlikvos that's uh, that's due to be collected, it's as if it's already collected, and that's why Shemitah is not going to be Meshamet. If you lend money with a collateral, of the or you give over your stars to Beisdin, ain't Meshamtin. Those are the two ways to avoid Shemitah on the Daraisa level by by having a Mashkon or by being Moshestros of the Beisdin. Prosbul, we learned Rashi held is a uh, is an institutionalized Moshestros of the Beisdin, but the those are the two mechanisms, Midaraisa. Well, Bishlam, Moser Shosel Bezin, Dafsi Lubeidina. I understand why Moser Shosel Bezin works, because now the Bezin is the one that's owed the money, Hefker, Bezin, Hefker, so they can do whatever they want when it comes to Dina Mamnus. So I understand why the loan is still not going to be cancelled, is not going to be cancelled, Dafko, when you're Moser Shosel Bezin. my time. Why, when there's a collateral, will Shemitah all of a sudden be ineffective and not cancel the loan? Amarava Mishum Tatafasle. So Rav says, because you're already holding on to the payment, meaning the mashkon is the payment. So we say the same thing if he lends him money and he lives in his chatzar, where you say he has control now over his chatzar, so you can say also Shemitah is not going to be Meshamit. No, mashkon is different because he's considered the owner of the mashkon. It's as if he was Kona the mashkon, like Rabbi Yitzchak teaches. How do I know that Balchov becomes the owner of the mashkon? Because the Pasuk says, 
that when you have a mashkon, you should return the mashkon. Pasuk says that if the person's, you have the person's pajamas, give him back every night, and then you can take him back the next morning as the mashkon. And the Pasuk says, And when you do that, that's tzedakah. Well, is it tzedakah if I give somebody something that already belongs to him? That's not tzedakah. Tzedakah is when I give him something that belongs to me. So if my returning of the mashkon, the malva returning the mashkon, is considered tzedakah, if, if, if it's not mine, then, then it wouldn't be called tzedakah at all. So the fact that it's called tzedakah shows that it must be that Balchov is called a mashkon. Mikal Balchov is called a mashkon, period. Now, uh, let's say someone wants to return a chov after Shemitah. So a person returns a chov b'shviyas. Rashi says b'shviyas means during the time period in history when Shemitah was nohig. He doesn't mean during the Shemitah year, because during the Shemitah year, Shemitah has not yet canceled anything. Shemitah is only Misham Epasov, we paskin. It's Machlokas Rishonim, but we paskin. It's only Misham Epasov. So Bishvius can't mean during Shemitah. It means during the Tkufa in history when Shemitah was Noheg, which is also difficult because Shemitah is Noheg throughout every Tkufa in history. Uh, it's just a question whether it's Darais or Drabanan. But uh, anyway, so Machsir Chavl Chaver Bishvius, Tsarak Shayom La Mishamitani. You have an obligation to tell him that I'm a shamit, that I'm allowing the Shemitah to uh, to cancel to cancel the loan. So the uh, and if he says no, I want to give it back to you anyway, then you could take it from him. This is uh, decidedly different than ribbis. If uh, by ribbis the guy says afal pikein, you can't. But by uh, Shemitah, even though you have the similar machlokas, whether it's afkasa demalka or not, but uh, but you're not allowed to take it back. By Shemitah, you are allowed to. Shnemer v'zedvar Shemitah. This is the conversation of Shemitah. Dvar is of Dibur over here. Rabbi then says an additional Kiddush, you're allowed to hang him up on a tree until he uh, says this to you, that, uh, yeah, I really am interested in uh, giving it back. As Rashi says, that you can keep pressuring him until he says uh, uh, the, the, that's how Rashi understands. The Rush, the Ran, and the Ritva say, come on, that can't, that, that, that can't be. What do you mean? That, that's forcing him. They say, no, it means you're allowed to give him like dirty looks. Talibay Ainov. You're allowed to give him uh, you know, look at him like with disgust and disdain until he decides to say Afal Pikain. So Aisve Abaya Abaya asks Shunosilo Al Yomla Bukhovian Nosilach Al Yomra Shalien Bimatana Ninosilach. How could it be that you're allowed to hang him up on a tree until he says I want to give it back anyway? If the Allah is that when he gives it back he's he has to say I'm not giving this back as a chov, I'm just giving it back as a matana. What do you mean matana? I hung him up on a tree and yet so so uh, it's obviously the chov. So I'm late. No, no, yeah. Keep him hanging on the tree until he says he's giving it to you as a matana. He shouldn't say he's giving it to you as a, as a chov. That makes it sound like it's afkasa demalka that there is no that there is no chov. The fact that he can't even give it back to you as a uh, as a chov. Abba bar Marta, do who Abba bar Minyumi have a masik be Rabba Zuzi? Abba bar Marta, who is Abba bar Minyumi, had uh, had had borrowed money from Rabba. That's what Rashi says. Rabba hayaha malva. That Rabba was the malva. So he had borrowed money from Rabba. I sinu ne'alei So he came to him. 
after Shemitah, and he said, uh, Rabbi said, I canceled the loan. So Abba Bar Marto, Abba Bar Minyumi was like, great, awesome. And he uh, went on his way, and that was it. So Asa Abayi, Ashkei Dava Atzav Abayi, went to visit Rabbi, and he saw Rabbi was sad. Amalei, am I Atzav Mari? He said, why are you sad? Amalei, hachi avamaisa. The guy owed me money. He came and he said, I want to pay back the money after Shemitah. And I said, Shamin Anibach, like I'm supposed to say. But he didn't say, Afal Bikein. He never said that he wants to give it to me anyway. Azul Gabe, so... Abayi went to chase down uh, this uh, Abba Bar Marta. So Amrle, Amtisle Zuzi Lamar, do you uh, did you try to give uh, the you borrow money from uh, from Rabba? Amrle in Amrle, my Amrlech. When you tried to give it back, what did he say to you? Amrle Mishamidini. He said that Shemitah cancels it. Amrle Vamarta Afal Pikein. Did you say to him Afal Pikein that you want to give it back? Amrle Lo. He said no, I didn't say that. Amrle Vamarta Afal Pikein Avshaklinu Minach. You should know that sometimes you have to insist a little bit. You know, sometimes you offer a person some help, they say no thanks. But insist a little bit more. And then they'll uh, they'll, they'll ultimately take it. So by Beshmita, that's the way it works. You have to insist. So maybe you should correct the problem. Go back and this time have the conversation again. And this time do it right. This time say And in fact he did it and uh, he ended up taking the money. So Rabbi says, unbelievable. He didn't know. How did he not have the common sense to know this to begin with that he should have known that people should have uh, figured these things out on their on their own it's an interesting comment that he's a Tzor Mirabanan he's a Tamil Chacham a Tzor Mirabanan is a compliment usually it's referring to someone as a Tamil Chacham but just because someone's a Tamil Chacham doesn't mean that they have people skills and that they have uh, common sense so he says sometimes you have a Tzor Mirabanan that's uh, often the difference I think between uh, uh, there are some Rabbanim that know Shas but they, I would never trust them for Pesach Halacha because I don't think they have any uh, ability to you know to, to apply things in a, in a normal way, the way things work. But sometimes people know a little bit less, but they, you can trust them on a psaq. If they know too much less, then it's then you can't. But okay. A person is neman to say that I had a prusbal and I lost it. Why do we believe a guy to say such a thing? Because once the Rabbanim were masakin prusbal, why wouldn't he do it? It's so easy. So that, we're not going to think that the guy didn't write a prusbal. Of course he wrote a prusbal. He wouldn't uh, be Shavakatera and Achli Suri. He wouldn't leave aside something that's mutter and instead do an Isser. Kiasal Khan, there's a Chuvin, uh, Rabbi Kivegar, about a Sofer that wrote several pairs of Tfilm that were all found to be puzzle, and he also wrote a couple of Sifre Torah. So they want to know did they have to be Choshish? Sifre Torah look Kashur. Did they have to be Choshish that he didn't write the Shemos Hashem Lishma? Because if uh, they didn't write the Shemos Hashem Lishma, then the whole Sifre Torah is puzzle. Rabbi Kivegar in Simasamachtas, he says, no, because Lo Shavikatera Vavadi Sura. Once he's writing the Shemos Hashem anyway, like why wouldn't he have Kavana Lishma? Uh, he, he messed up in a lot of other things, but why wouldn't he have Kavan al Plus, he says, he was writing Tzfilin, the Tzfilin that we found that were puzzle were Tzfilin that he wrote for other people. The Sifrei Torah were being used in his shul, in his community. So anything that's for himself, you don't have to assume just because he was machshil, other people do have that he would do the same. So, so when he came to Rav, he said, did you have a prusbal and maybe lost it? You're allowed to make that taina on behalf of the person. 
Tlan, the Chain Balchov, Shemotzi Starchov, Veinimo Prusbul, a Balchov that takes out of Starchov, doesn't have a Prusbul, Harei lo Yifru, can't get paid back with it. Tanai, he did Tanya, so we see that it's a Machlokas Tanai, Ditanya, Motzi Starchov, Tsarch Shemo Prusbul, Chamra Mela Tsarch, Machlokas, whether you need a Prusbul or the guys, you don't need a Prusbul, the guys believe to say that it once existed. Good, new Mishnah. Evet Shanishva Upaduhu. Let's say an Evet was captured, an Evet belonged to, an Evet that belonged to a Jew was captured by a guy, and now you are redeeming. Him, you're buying him back. Imlushum Eved. If you're buying him back to work as an Eved, Yishtabed, then he's going to be an Eved. Imlushum Ben Charin, Lo Yishtabed. But if you're buying him back so that he can secure his freedom, then he does not have to work as an Eved anymore. No matter what your intent is in buying him back, he's now going to still be an Eved. What exactly is the case? If the original owner was never Miyaish, then why shouldn't he, uh, he still be an Eved, even if you redeemed him, but the original owner was never Miyaish on him, so he should go back to work for him. What? So we're going to say it's that the original owner was Miyaish, then Lushum Eved Amayishtabed. When you redeem him to the Shem Eved, why should he have to go back to the original owner? The original owner has given up hope. So the Gemara has two Mahalchim. Amr Abaye, answer number one, Liolam Lufne Yeyush. That it's really talking about the original owner was not Miyaish. Lushum Eved Yishtabed the Rabarishon. If you are Podahim Lushem Eved, he goes back to the original owner who is never Miyaish. Lushum Ben Chorin, Lo Yishtabed Lal Rabarishon, Lal Rabasheni. But if you put him as a Ben Chorin, then he's not going to work for either guy. Lerabusheni lo dalushem ben chorin parkei. He's not going to work for the guy who's just po to him because he did it l'shem ben chorin. Lerabarishon nami lo dilman mimni v'lo parkei. He's also not going to go work for the original master because then we're afraid people are not going to want to redeem him. Rameshem l'miel or ben kach ben kach yishtabid. Rameshem l'miel disagrees and holds that either way he's going to have to work. Kasavar k'shem shemitzvah liftos as ben chorin kach mitzvah liftos as avadim. That you don't have to worry. People aren't going to want to redeem him from the Ovid Kuchavim, because it's a mitzvah to do so. Just like there's a mitzvah to be poda b'necharin, there's also a mitzvah to be poda avadim in order to get him back to his original owner. That is Abaye's Malach in the Mishnah. Tomorrow we'll do Ravas and the Raya's back and forth between Rava and Abaye.